0: fourth man. The fourth man. It's kind of cool that these three facing certain death, thrown into the fire, discovered they were not alone. It's a blessing, always a blessing to me when I go into a trial, I go into a a difficult place. It's always good to know you're not alone. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jesus. And, And watch this he didn't come into the fire. Apparently, he was already in the fire. He was there before they went in. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, you need to get last week's message. <laughs> when we talked about Jesus being in your past, not, not, he wasn't just there then. He's there now. Because time is all the same to him. We talked about that, right? I'm so tempted. There's so much more to that. But Jesus, you know, you're standing at, remember we taught you standing at the railroad track watching the cars go by, but he's up here and can see the whole train and can visit any car in the train anytime he wants to visit it. So he can visit your past today and heal you of what happened back there which has a ripple effect all the way up to now. He doesn't just change you now, He changes your then. There's so many things I want to preach. How many will pray? I'll stay on track. It's, it's, it's a useless prayer. Daniel chapter 3, you know the story, verse, beginning of verse 15. Let's go, through this, uh, let's go through this story in case you don't know it. Verse 15, he said, Now if, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, the, the, the solitary in, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. We already know the answer. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Yes, yes. But if not, let it be known, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. How many feel like the world's heated about seven times? And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, their other garments, and they were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do do you all know their names by now? Fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Mm -hmm. Then the king was astonished, and he rose in haste and spake, saying to his counselors, Didn't we cast three, say three, men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, look, I see four men. Three men bound, four men loose, walking in the midst of the barbecue, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Now, I want you to catch something before I read any other verses. I I just want to throw this in because I am not sticking to an outline this morning. (laughs) He looks like the Son of God. I can't prove this, but I believe all these theophanies throughout the Old Testament are Jesus. He said, well, Jesus wasn't born yet. Jesus didn't have a body yet. Jesus can go anywhere in time he wants to. This is not God. You can't see God and live. This is Jesus walking in the fire. Whew. I can go home right now. I'm, I'm happy. Wow! Uh, ha, ha, ha. Didn't we cast three men? I see four walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. They're just they're over there with uh, with, with marshmallows and. Uh, you know, and uh, what's the graham crackers and the s'mores? And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. All right, next verse. A couple more verses. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the. Oh, now they're servants of the Most High God. Come out and come here. Then the three guys came out from the midst of the fire. Wow. And the satraps, administrators, governors, king's counselors gathered together, and the governors and the senators and the house representatives and the mayors and the sweet Jesus, and the king's counselors, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. Let me say that again. On whose bodies the fire had no power. We're coming to a place where no matter what the world does to us, it's going to have no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected. Even the smell of fire. They didn't even smell like smoke. Oh, I want to talk about that. We always talk about the fire, but I'm going to talk about the smoke. I think there's another verse. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, Blessed be the God. No, now he's blessing God, who sent his angel capital A and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They have frustrated the King's word. Oh, it's time the church starts frustrating the word of the world. (laughs) Hallelujah. And they have frustrated the King's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve uh, nor worship any God except their own God. Capital G. Jesus is not just the fourth man in the fire. He's the fourth dimension. He can take us to a fourth dimension. We talked about this last week. We talked about space, and we talked about time, and we talked about matter, but Jesus is beyond all that. After the resurrection, he... He pops in and pops out. He walks through walls. Time has no influence on him. Space has no, amen. And our bodies one day will be like that. We're going to enter that fourth dimension someday in heaven. Anybody getting hungry for heaven, amen? He's the fourth dimension. He's the fourth element. He's the fourth man in the fire. Listen, the first thing they faced was the smoke. Whenever there's a fire, there's, there's, there's the smoke first. And no one ever preaches about the smoke, but the smoke. Listen, more people die from smoke than they do fire. It's the smoke that gets them. We need 21% oxygen. That's, that's at sea level. That's where, that's where we're at. But at 17%, and by the way, when Kyle and his group go to Peru, I think they're below 17%. But at 17%, you lose your sense of judgment and coordination. You're not able to think clearly, and you're you're uncoordinated once you drop from 21 to 17. And if you go all the way to 9%, you're dead. Smoke just sucks all the oxygen out of the room. And this world is trying to take all the oxygen out of the room so we can't breathe. And when I say breathe, I mean worship. They're trying to cancel us, trying to stop us from breathing in all the goodness of the Lord. So first of all, they would would not be able to breathe, and they would begin to lose oxygen. But also, secondly, they would not be able to see smoke. You've seen the movies, right? You go into these rooms, and you can't even see your hand in front of you because of the smoke. It's not the flames. It's the smoke. But they said they saw Jesus. Sometimes we, want, we, sometimes we just can't even see where we're going. The world has gone crazy. Did you ever think you would live to see the day? Uh, did you think you would ever see the day that Disney would be attacking our children? It makes me mad. I'm done with Disney. The grandkids are crying. I don't care. We are done. Amen. We we listen, we can't do listen, this, this this is getting this is getting crazy. Amen. And see the smoke represents you can't see your future. The devil wants you to lose hope. But in the midst of all the smoke they saw Jesus. I don't know how they saw Jesus but they saw Jesus. And I just came by to tell you I don't care I don't care how, how cluttered and how bad this world gets and how much the world tries to cut you off so you can't see a clear future. You're going to see Jesus in the midst of all the smoke, in the midst of all the clutter, in the midst of all that the enemy is, is throwing against us. They saw Jesus. Give him a praise in the house. They saw Jesus. The world has an agenda. How many know it has an agenda? I know there are some gay people in the world, but to watch television, they're like 40% of the population. Every show you say, well, why is that? It's obvious they have an agenda. The world has an agenda. And if you don't agree with the agenda, there's a fire for you. If you don't agree with the agenda, they will cancel you, they'll smoke up your life. So you can't see anything. But we need to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and say, I will not bow. Here's the ultimatum bow or die. Bow or be thrown off of Facebook. For some people, that's worse than death. Bow or be canceled. Bow or be canceled. And they looked the king square in the eyes and said, Hear me, O king. I don't know if God will deliver us or not. But know this. We will not bow. You've got to stop considering the consequences and make up your mind. I'm not going to bow at work. I'm not going to bow in the marketplace. I'm not going to bow in this world. Demands that we bow. This world's gone crazy. They want us to bow, but they saw Jesus. I said they saw Jesus. Psalms 139 I wish I had more. I wasn't able to get to Psalms 139 last week. I really wanted to. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. Can I get an amen? For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O oh Lord, you know it altogether. He knows what you're going to say when you pull it back and don't say it. You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand on me. Come on, y'all aren't getting this. You've hedged me behind and before. Let me say it another way. You hedged my past and my future and got your hand on me right now. Everything's covered. You can heal my past and get me ready for my future and you're blessing me in the here and now. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, I used to think that meant somebody was running from God. No, no, you don't have to run from God to find yourself in hell. Anybody been to H-E double hockey stick? When life's falling apart, one thing after another after another, it feels like the fiery furnace. But no matter what you're going through, even if you feel like you're not getting through, I'm here to tell you, he's there. How can you go wrong if he's there? If I make my bed in hell, you're there. Behold. You are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. Your right hand shall hold me. Oh, my God, he's in this place. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light. I'll be able to see through the smoke. Hmm. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. It doesn't matter, valley or mountaintop, doesn't matter. Darkness or light, doesn't matter. It's all about Jesus. If he's walking in the fire, I could be walking in the sunlight. It matters not as long as he's walking with me. He's the fourth man in the fire. The night shines as the day. Make up my mind. Next verse. You formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the same today and forever. When he said we are a new creation, he means that literally. We are who we were originally made. Jesus isn't waiting for you to get to some place you've not been. He created you. Janet, can I can I chase this rabbit? What did Genesis say? Male and female, he created them. Chapter chapter 2, he forms, say form. He forms Adam. Didn't say he created Adam because Adam was already created. Now, I'm not talking about some, I'm not saying we had some previous life. I'm not saying there's some consciousness back there. No. But God made you in his image before you were ever born. And he made you whole. He, he made you complete. He made you successful. You know, you know, the evolutionists, they, 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 te- they keep throwing things at us and say, the earth can't be. Only six thousand years old, because it takes sunlight so long thousands of years to travel from the from that star to where we are, but why can't God create the light in progress? Oh well, that's convenient, pastor that's what I used to think until i until I remembered. That's how he created Adam. He, cre- he didn't create him as a little baby. He created him as a fully developed, mature man. When, when Eve was taken out, again, Eve wasn't created. She was formed out of Adam. And she was formed into a beautiful, I, I want to I say, what? God didn't create no ugly woman, I'm just saying. When he created people, he said, it is very good. And When he created Eve, Adam said, "Mm mm-hmm. I know about that. He created, okay, never mind. But he didn't create them. He formed them. Listen, you were made before you were born. He saw you a completely formed, and listen, when he made trees, did he not make the trees with the tree rings already in the trees? Y'all know about tree rings? You cut a tree down, you count the rings, that's how old the tree is. Listen, when you cut a tree down in the garden, it had to have rings in it. He created a mature already, a, 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 an ecosystem that was already mature in all of its fullness. That's how he made us. That's how he made the world. That's how he made the stars and sunlight. He just went boom, and everything was already operating. No assembly required. Just once I want to buy My grandchild something that says no assembly required. (laughs) Jesus would be in that. Hallelujah. I hate assembling things. Jesus. (laughs) Well, it might help if I read the directions, but I I just know how to do it. And there's always parts left over. And I just hide them from glory and say, it's done, dear. I forgot she was in here. (sighs) We are entering a stage now where the world wants to put us in a furnace. They really do. They want to shut us down. They're not ambivalent towards us anymore. They're not just, they don't just ignore us anymore. They've decided to attack They decided to come against. They're not just waiting for all the old people to die. Because you know what they're finding out? Young people are getting saved. I, I just love to see some of these worship tapes where everybody in the room is like in their 20s, and they're all excited, and they're all worshiping God. And it just does my heart good to know. I believe I believe the next generation is in good hands because the ones that are coming are not coming because Grandma's making them coming. They're coming because they have caught a vision of a Jesus in the fire. And young people are coming to the Lord. We're going to see a church. The wild ones are coming. And you better let them be wild. Let them dance. Let them run. Let them shout. Let them jump. Amen. Whatever. Whatever. However they express themselves to God. Just let them be. Let them worship God. Amen. And I know some of you got well, it, 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 it disturbs me. Well, you need to be disturbed. Say, Pastor, behave! Oh, nobody! (laughs) Wow! Wow! You heard that? I'm I'm just—I know this is another weird (laughs) message. I'm just—I'm just. If you got my outline, it has nothing to do with it. I'm just treading softly because there's there's something prophetic going on in the house. God is turning the audience into an army. Yes, he is. He's changing the church and we may hate the fire, but I think the fire fire is what's changing us. He said, "I'm coming back for a church without and and don't forget the blemish, <laughs> without spot, wrinkle, or blemish." Oh God, I feel. But you know what that means? The fire is healing the spots. And the fire is ironing out the wrinkles. And the fire is healing the blemishes. It's the fire that we're going through. We'll find him in the fire like we've never found him before. We're about to be introduced to who Jesus really is. The book of Revelation is not about the revelation of the end times. It's about the revelation of who Jesus is. The church doesn't need a revelation of who the Antichrist is. We need a revelation of who Jesus is. We don't need to know when the rapture is. We just need to know where Jesus is. How many are ready to go? All ten of you. So, should I give you this? God gave several, a few weeks ago, and I shared it in a prayer meeting. I've not shared it here, but God gave me seven words for the church. Not just our church. Do you want to hear them or should we go home? Hear them? How many want to hear the seven words? The rest of you, you're, you're dismissed. Uh, I'll be quick. Seven words. Here The first word is alignment. The church is being realigned. Like I said, he's turning an audience into an army. He's turning a bunch of people who only came for entertainment And he's turning them into disciples. He's realigning the church. Number two is sifting. (laughs) He told Peter, he said, the devil wants to sift you. You really ought to write these down. He says, some of you don't write anymore. Get your phones out. (laughs) Instead of get your Bibles out, right, get your phones out and turn to... He told Peter, and he said, the devil wants to sift you. And he didn't say, I'm going to pray that he doesn't. He said, I'll pray you can get through it. What does it mean to sift? He's talking about uh, out on on the field, out on the, the threshing floor, when the wheat would come in, and they would take pitchforks. That's why the devil has one. They'd take pitchforks and stick it in the hay, in the wheat, throw it up in the air and the wind would blow out the lighter shaft and the wheat would fall to the floor. And they would do it again and they would do it again until all the shaft, that that pitchforking you've been going through, that's nothing. You know, the enemy thinks he's destroying you and God's just sitting up in heaven laughing saying, yeah, every time the enemy attacks, that's just that much shaft in their life. He's sifting the church. That's why most churches, a lot of churches are down 30, 40, 50% from their pre-COVID attendance. We're up 30%, but God is sifting the church. That's why 60 some families have come into the church since COVID started cuz there's a hunger in the body of Christ. There's a sifting. How many know there's a sifting? Number three, the third word is basics. And God's saying we got to go back to basics. I've said this before. Y'all made fun of me that Saturday night. It's not about smoke machines and skinny jeans. I mean, I'd wear them if I could. Glory's over there. Ain't pretty. Ain't pretty. And and I'm not against any of that. We can have, in fact, we got little things right here on the floor. We could push smoke up and just, oh, oh, oh. How many rather have the Holy Ghost than smoke? Amen. I mean, if that'll get you to worship, I'll smoke the daylights out of you. We'll flash lights until you have a seizure. But that ain't real. I said, that's not real. There are aids to worship. I understand all that. But the best aid you can have is to throw both hands up to heaven and begin to worship Him. We got to get back to basics. We got to get back to first century church. We got to get back to smaller groups. We got to get even back to smaller churches. We got to get back to smaller things. We got to get to the place where God can move as he moved back then. The fourth word is mobilize, he said. Mobilize. Mobilize. You'd be shocked how many churches really believe that they pay their pastor to do the work. You don't pay me to do the work. You pay me to get you to work. Thank you for your salaries. For my salary. Whether it was quiet there, Gloria, I don't know. Yeah. The, the five-fold ministry is to equip you for ministry. That's our job. It's not my listen, I, I can't bring another two, three hundred people here for Easter. I, that's, that's, not, that's your job. It's time you stop being an audience and start being an army. You amen me a little while ago. Now let's be the army of God and let's go and get them for Jesus. This is not a comey church. This is a goy church. Y'all come. No, you go. See, when I said I was going to preach prophetically, you're all like, yeah, yeah, get the world. I'm getting you. Judgment begins in the house of God. Mobilize. God's is telling me, mobilize the church. Mobilize the church. Get out of the pews. The next word is doxa. How many know what doxa is? Greek word for glory. It's time for the glo- the is coming back to the church. Amen. And any church can have it if they want it, but a lot of them aren't ready for it. And we talked before, before COVID, we talked about that, that, that the, the glory is like a robe, like your bathrobe, that you hang on a hook. But if the hook isn't properly secured, the weight, the weight of your super fluffy water absorbent robe Will rip the. A lot of churches, if God fell this morning, they couldn't handle it. They wouldn't know what to do with it. It would pull the hook right out of the wall. We need a place to hang the glory. I don't know. I, I think we're almost there. You say, when will we be there? Oh, you'll know. When the glory falls. And it's been falling, but how many know it's going to get greater? The glory, the presence of God, like we've never seen in our 40 years. It's coming. It's coming. Doxa. The sixth word is false flags. I know it's two words. False flags. You remember that when Russia was about to invade Ukraine, and they said they were going to set up a false battle? and make an excuse to invade, right, which they didn't do. They just went ahead and invaded. But a false flag. The enemy is deceiving the body of Christ. And the enemy is drawing us into battles that we can't win and have no business in. It's not our business to fight political battles, Oh, Pat, Pat, you're just afraid to talk about it. No, I'll talk about every moral issue there is. I talked about Disney and, and the gay agenda just in this message. We could talk about abortion. There's a lot of things we've been talking about. If it's wrong, it's wrong. But it doesn't matter who's sitting in the White House. Come on, it really doesn't matter. God sets them up and sets them down, so shut up. Paul didn't like Nero, but he said, pray for him. And Nero was the one that took his head off. He had every right to gripe. <laughs> I really don't like you, Nero. <laughs> you're going to you're, you're be in 2nd Philippians when I write that book. <sighs> Jesus didn't complain about Caesar. They tried to trap him with that. Come on. Jesus said, give me a coin. Whose face is on it? Caesar. Give unto Caesar what's Caesar's. Give unto God what's God's. Smart answer, Jesus. We're not in this to fight political battles. We're in this to raise a standard for the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to speak up about what's right and what's wrong and make us stand and love the world until they come to Jesus. We've got to do. We've got to be the army of the Lord and march into this world. We cannot. We will not bow. They said when the music started playing, how many know When the world starts playing the music, we're expected to just go right on in. And they just, can you imagine thousands of people and they're all like, and these three are, talk about standing out like a sore thumb. There's three thumbs and they're standing there and everyone else is bowing down and the king is really ticked off. And all they had to do was just, but I don't know about you, but I'm not bowing. I'm not bowing to their music. I'm not bowing to their culture. I'm not bowing to their beliefs. I'm not bowing to their lies. Amen. The world is trying to get, listen, churches are splitting and fighting over stupid stuff. I don't know how many churches split over, do we wear a mask or not? Really? That's what you're going to fight over? Doesn't the Bible say our battle is not against flesh and blood? Our battle is against principalities and powers of darkness. Come on, you got plenty of devils to fight. Let's not fight each other. And I'm glad we never did at Journey Life Center. Say, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. It's time. And the last word is harvest. Harvest harvest it's it's the one thing we haven't seen enough of yet I know we're growing but how many want to see more souls I want to see the lost and people are getting hungry for something real you know what listen to me I think the devil's overplayed his hand you know what I'm saying I think he's taking it too far and i think people are finally realizing that their hope is not in their agenda but our hope is in Christ our hope is in Christ let me close with this as the worship team comes you remember when david came home to ziglag and his all their homes were burnt remember all their wives were taken their children were hostage the enemy's trying to burn down our homes trying to burn down our place of worship if not actually figuratively they're they're they're, they're trying with everything they can to take our to tear apart our families ah oh, come on trying to indoctrinate our children instead of teaching our children. The purpose of public schools is not to indoctrinate. It's not to to teach them another culture. Just teach them what they need to learn and not try to change the culture. It's crazy to talk to a three-year-old about what his gender is, that, that's just, that's just, it's an attack on children. It's an attack on the home. I, I, I'm, I'm glad Florida pa- is going to pass that law. It, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Church, it's time we stand up in the name of the Lord. Stand up and stand out. David did four things, real quick. First of all, he wept. There's a lot going on we need to be crying over. And sometimes we suffer great loss, and there's nothing wrong with weeping, there's nothing wrong with some tears. The enemy is causing great loss and it's okay to weep. God made you that way and there's nothing wrong with it. But after they wept, they waited. <laughs> there just comes a point where you're not grieving anymore, but you don't know where to go or what to do and you're not you're not grieving over you lost a spouse or you lost a child or you you lost your job or you your health has gone downhill, and after you've wept a while, now, now it's time to wait. Sometimes you have to learn to just wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord. And then number three, they worshipped. <laughs> you, know you, know, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you've got to worship your way out you got to learn how to worship in the bad times, in the hard times, in the hot times. Until you know how to worship in the fire, I don't know that you really know how to worship. you got to worship in the fire. <laughs> Did you notice that Jesus wasn't standing at the gate? He could have made an appearance and said, you're not not throwing them in there. (laughs) No, he was already in the fire waiting for them to enter in. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. He was already in the fire. So he wept, he waited, he worshiped, the fourth W, he won. The Bible said he recovered all. I don't have time to get into the story, but they went after him. Sometimes you just got to go after the devil and get back what the enemy stole. They won. Let me leave you with this thought. Three went in, four were seen, three came out, one still in. I said one still in. In fact, he was always in. He's in your trial before the trial starts. He's still in that trial back there 20 years ago. He's still there waiting for you to redeem your time. Pastor, what are you talking about? Get the tape. You need to redeem, that means to buy back the time. Go back in the past to the moment that situation happened and redeem it. Literally let Jesus redeem it and bring it back, and then everything that's affected all through the timeline. Come on, science fiction freaks. What's rule number one of science fiction? Timelines. Don't ever change anything in the past because it will affect everything the, the, the old thing is, don't even kill a butterfly. Because a butterfly moved his wings and caused a breeze, and a breeze caused a storm, and a storm did this and that. And, and, and then a thousand years later, it changes history. Don't even touch a butterfly. But, but Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I'm God of yesterday as well as today as well as tomorrow. You can go back to yesterday and be healed. And that changes everything. How many have been redeeming some time this week? It's time to redeem some time. Get it back, get it back, get it back. They won, they won the victory. They recovered all. Someone needs to pray God, I'm gonna recover all. Everything the enemy stole. I get it back seven times. I said seven times. Come on, can I say that prophetically over you? It's time to not just settle to get something back, but make the devil pay. When they came out of the fire, they were promoted. <laughs> promoted. I believe, their, I believe their salary went up sevenfold. How many believe that? Stand to your feet. I've been trying to find a place to land for 20 minutes. I'm done. I'm landed. Thus saith the Lord, I've been visiting my church. I've been inspecting its fruit. I've been walking among the candlesticks. Some flames have gone out, some have burned bright. I'm coming back for my church. I'm coming back for my bride. (laughs) She is without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. So fear not the fire. Fear not their faces. Fear not their threatenings. For I am raising up a glorious church, a church that has been through the fire, a church that has been purged, Whew. a church that's been anointed. A church that is tearing down the gates of hell. A church that is taking back what's been stolen. I'm speaking to you, my bride. Get out of your sleep. Come out of your rest. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Who will answer the door and who will stay in the bed? Thus saith the Lord, can you not feel my hand on you? Even this moment, I am calling you by name. I have paid for you. You belong to me, and I will treat you with my love and my kindness. But I am sending you, sending you. Sending you, and behold, I don't just go with you, I go before you. I am the Lord, I am the Lord that is separating sheep from goats, and I will make a difference between the holy and the profane be careful how you handle the holy walk softly carefully in the fire and i will walk with you the time of games Refreshment and entertainment is done. I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord that leadeth thee. I am the Lord that calls thee. I am the Lord that sends you. And I will do great things. I will do great things if you will but submit to me. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Would you just worship Him? Amen. Would you just worship Him? What a word. Just worship Him. Thank you, Jesus. There's a few here that didn't like that word. It scared you. Good. Can I promise you something? I'm going to preach the word. You, you, you ought to be especially concerned because I'm old now. You get to a certain age, you don't, you don't even care. I, I just want to be faithful. If, if I'm preaching to three next Sunday, okay. But the time is too short, his coming is too near. I'm being so careful because I'm going to stand before him soon. I don't want to preach a message to tickle people's ears. I I don't want to preach a message that just entertains a feel-good thing. Only the truth will set you free. The goal is freedom, not entertainment. The fire is not a pleasant place, but he is in the fire. You may have to go through the fire to find him. If you don't like it, there's plenty of other places you can go to be entertained. But we're going to be the army. We are going to be the army. That means you need to report for duty and start figuring out what God is calling you to do. Stop being so backward. Just get out there and do what God has called you to do. Be who God has called you to be. I feel so heavy. Hallelujah. Just wait, just wait, just wait. Keep it low. Hallelujah. Maybe it's just me, and if it's just me, I apologize, but I feel His presence. His presence. ilessi, che I'm I'm about to who needs a touch from God just step into the aisle step into an aisle I don't know why he wants it but just just do it step into real quick I need some help move in the name of Jesus come on guy I need help in the name of Jesus come here dear in the name of Jesus. My God. Come here, hon. You're not here by accident. <laughs> I knew it the minute I saw you in the hallway. In the name of Jesus. Let the healing touch of God you're ready to receive you have faith. take it now in the name of Jesus. who else any any aisle just just get it in an aisle. Guys help me. Where else? If you need a touch from him, Father in the name of Jesus. You're literally surrounded. <laughs> <Ma>. <laughs> Let the wind of the Spirit blow that out of your life and leave you whew, with the glory of God in your life. Whew. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. In Jesus name. Ita saramako In the name of Jesus. That's him, that's him, that's him, that's him, that's him. That's him, that's him, that's him, that's him, that's him. That's him, that's him, that's him. Let me pray for Tom. Come here Tom. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? No, yeah. Okay. This thing that's coming against the elderly, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I pray not just with him, but with others, a reversal. <laughs> Woo! Help us to witness the reversal and heal him in the name of Jesus. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Who else needs a touch from him? Jesus. In the wow, la bacita, lende, o coranderamata. Listen, he's calling you into a worship experience. He he wants he wants just a dance, <laughs> just a dance with you. Marina, isiranderam la no la bacera la mata. And there it is. There it is. Woo! The Holy Spirit is calling you to put your life in focus better. I guess you know what he means. In the the name of Jesus, grant that now. Grant that now. In the name of Jesus. Listen, a bunch of you are holding up.